Night Whispers. It's a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. All of this was able to come about simply because a miracle worker, a magic fairy if you will, from a long line of other magic fairies came into her life, allowed the deaf and the blind to touch her and to learn from her, and to such a phenomenal extent that a scarlet fever damaged ragged velveteen rabbit of a little girl could be released into the wild, wild woods of humanity to touch and to train, to change and to release many another toy which was simply waiting for the bonfire. Night Whispers number 062, March the 2nd, and your Night Whisper title is Of Magic Fairies and Velveteen Rabbits, and your dream word is care. 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 6 to 9 reads, Nor did we seek glory from men, either from you or from others, when we might have made demands as apostles of Christ, but we were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. So, affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you become dear to us. For you remember, brethren, our labor and toil, for laboring night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you, we preach to you the gospel of God. God wants you to be a fairy. Now there's a sermon you won't hear too often, however, I do believe it to be the truth. Yes, God wants you to be a fairy. Allow me to explain what I mean. It was famous children's author, London-born Marjorie Williams Bianco, who penned her most famous book, which was entitled The Velveteen Rabbit. The story tells of how a young boy receives a velveteen cotton rabbit for Christmas, and how this new toy, what with the loss of his favourite china dog, eventually becomes the little boy's most well-loved and constant companion. The story goes of how the Velveteen Rabbit finally meets up with some very well-made toys, which have no seams in them at all, and then discovers that these well-made toys are no toys at all, but are, in fact, real, live rabbits. The boy, as happens not only in stories, becomes very sick with scarlet fever, and while sent to recuperate at the seaside, is given a brand new toy rabbit with shiny glass eyes. Now, the reason for this seemingly callous substitution was the practice in those days of destroying by fire all the scarlet fever germ-laden items associated with the patient so as to ensure the infection stopped. How very biblical. So now the old velveteen rabbit, while awaiting the burning flames in which he would perish forever, cries a very real tear, and through this very real tear brings forth the nursery's magic fairy. Now, although the rabbit thinks he was real before, the fairy tells him that he was only actually real to the boy. In the end, the nursery fairy flies him to beneath the waiting trees, where the old velveteen toy finds himself translated at last into a very real rabbit and runs speedily away to join all the other hopping little bunnies in the wild and wonderful woods. How lovely! Scarlet fever appears to have become less aggressive than its previous expressions in the children of the past, where once upon a time the rampant and red disease left children with scars often far worse than death. It was this red fever that left a young Norwegian girl called Kayata Ranghild Tolstater at a very early age both deaf and blind. In the mid-1800s the isolation of this young girl was profound and most pitiable. 
A Norwegian teacher called Elias Hansen Hofgaard took on the care and education of this scarlet fever damaged young woman and with great dedication utilised the oral method of teaching with Keata to reveal to society the first well-known speaking deaf-blind person in the history of the world. I'm sure you've heard of her and of Hofgaard, her nursery magic fairy. No? Well, let me continue. It was an American, Caroline Yale, a teacher of blind students, that somehow developed this Hofgaardian method of instruction of deaf-blind people. Further, it was one of her own students, Miss Sophie Acorn, who practiced this method on two young children called Tad Chapman and Omer Simpson, producing the Tadoma method of instruction, where the deaf-blind person, placing their thumb on the speaker's lips and their fingers along their jawline, with the middle three fingers falling along the speaker's cheeks and the little pinky finger, now positioned to pick up the vibrations of the speaker's throat, could communicate. Sophie taught her Tadoma method real good, and later one of her own students, Miss Anne Sullivan, this very day, in 1887, for the very first time, came into the life of a very scarlet, fever-damaged little girl whose name was Helen Keller. Anne Sullivan, this nursery magic fairy, we can see came from a long line of miracle workers herself. With love, sacrifice, strength and determination, she invaded the high-walled bastions of isolation in which young Helen Keller had lost herself and slowly and determinedly released her. Keller became the first deaf-blind person to receive a degree, who also became a writer, an active political mover, a world-famous speaker and a good friend, both of the famous and of presidents, having personally met with all the presidents from Grover Cleveland right through to Lyndon B. Johnson. All of this was able to come about simply because a miracle worker, a magic fairy if you will, from a long line of other magic fairies came into her life, allowed the deaf and the blind to touch her and to learn from her, and to such a phenomenal extent that a scarlet fever damaged ragged velveteen rabbit of a little girl could be released into the wild, wild woods of humanity to touch and to train, to change and to release many another toy which was simply waiting for the bonfire. So tell me, how's your missionary work among the deaf and blind going tonight then? How is your discipling of others going tonight? How's your dedication tonight? Yes, just how many isolated, lie-believing, ragged little rabbits are you saving from the burning? God wants you to be a fairy. Now, there's a sermon you won't hear too often. However, I do believe it to be the truth. God wants you to be a fairy. Listen, Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them. Luke 7, verse 22 to 23. Pray with me, please. Lord, fulfill the words of your good news. Then help me, Lord Jesus, to be focused and dedicated in my discipling of others. In your great name I ask it. Amen, and let it be so. Hello, Victor Robert Farrell here. Night Whispers is a ministry feature of the 66 Books Ministry, where we're teaching the world about the God of the whole Bible and His only begotten Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ our Lord. This 21st century applicable Bible teaching is what we do each and every day, and we cannot do it without your help. So I would like to invite you to go to www.give66.com and make a one-off or regular donation today. It would be so greatly appreciated, and it would continue to help us teach the whole world 
about the God of the whole Bible. So once again, please make your donation today at www.give66.com. That's give66.com. And thank you so very much.